Paperless movement, your productivity, your way. There's a question coming from Daniel. How to create a simple calendar to use for simple planning for this year? If you watch the Heptabase like a pro course and in the implementation part, we talk about the My Life concept and there's also more coming this year about this. And in my version of the My Life concept, I started on top of it, having different whiteboards for the different years. And I also tried to go backwards. And then I thought to have one whiteboard for the whole year where I start collecting the things that happen. It's testing. I'm just testing this out. It's what you're referring to. I know exactly. And I think it's inside a community somewhere. I saw somebody posting this as well. There is people who really make all the days of the month in different cards on a whiteboard. And to me, this is too much friction. And especially in combination with the journal that we have in Heptabase, and now having the journals as cards that I can drag onto, onto the boards, to me, this is redundant work. The advantage would be having this overview and having the calendar month there, and then you can put things there. But I don't see really the use case for me. I don't know what would be the outcome for you for this, for the planning of the year. Okay. I tend to plan when it comes to my personal planning, I tend to plan without dates. I see what, and we did this also with our goal planning, Paco, when we now use Goalscape for this goal planning. We are we don't put any due dates or anything like that and say, okay, in this month we do this. We lay out everything that we want to get done or that we like to get done or that is interesting. And then we go through all the goals and then we ties and say, what do we want to focus first? And then we work on these goals as long until they have completed. And then we fill this up with the next goals. And that's the principle that goes throughout the whole I-Core concept that we rarely put any time stamps on anything. It is not crucial due to client work or anything where you have to deliver on a specific time. Other than this, everything is based on priorities and what you need to work on next. Daniel just updated his question that he went through the course, thanks. And nothing that granular daily. Okay, so we align data. No daily calendars. I just want to try to use Hepta rather than Miro and not waste a lot of time creating the structure. The point is that I think that when we, this is PKM, okay, it's personal knowledge management. So every person sees the, the thing in a different way. This is pretty personal. The point is that for me, the moment that I see people doing with applications, some implementation that it was not why those were tools were designed for, for yeah. me, it's a waste of time. Okay. For me, the beautiful thing about Jeptabase is that it's a text tool. It's not a, a, a visual tool like Miro, okay, that you is based on visual things. It's just that you can take advantage of certain small features because the other day somebody was asking me about why Jeptabase doesn't have any different symbols like they can find on Miro. I said, because not the purpose of the tool, okay? It's a text tool that has a little support of visual elements to enhance the experience of text. And based on that, for me, creating the planning of a year, it's something that is not uh, visual, it's conceptual, okay? <laughs> so maybe Daniel is referring also to the, because in the database, like a pro course, we refer to the projects and there you have your goals also, you show this an implementation part. Yeah, because and it's a, it's a concept and I'm representing there a concept and I can have the 
the concepts fleeting there in my whiteboard and I can move and engage much more with them. That is if I just saw them, see them in an outline or any other type of, of tool. That's why it's healthy uh, a lot at that moment. But that doesn't mean that's what we use. In fact, we have to stop doing that because, for instance, the visualization of the goals, it's something that is much better done and implemented in goal escape. That is a tool specifically designed for setting goals. That's why it's really important trying to force to take the strength of each tool because it's at that moment when you really work without any friction. For instance, creating goals, seeing how important they are, the, the little bit of calendar or planning or future planning. It's something that you can implement pretty easily and pretty fast in Goalscape or any other goal setting tool. Okay. And the moment that you're forcing a peak input to do that, I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, that's why. I think, yeah. It, I think it's a, a great moment to point this out. As Daniel also says, okay, thanks. Trying to get as much into Heptabase as possible. My biggest challenge for years is never knowing where my stuff is after I create it. And now you mentioned we showed in the Heptabase like a pro cost implementation of how you set your goals in Heptabase and how you follow your projects. And you now just mentioned everything of this move to a different tool. So people will say, oh no, you just showed us how to do it. And that's really the key of iCore and creating your very own tool stack. And that's why we force the things to double down on the concepts and workflows to be tool agnostic. And we try to update, obviously, the implementation parts and so on to always be up to date with our current setup. But that's not the purpose to follow exactly one-on-one -on -one how we implement the things in our tools, but to understand why we do this inside our tools, how we apply iCore in our own tool stack so you can do this in your own tools. And by saying it ends up never knowing where my stuff is after I create it, this screams for iCore, understanding what is your single source of truth for a specific type of content. And what Paco just explained here, the type of content would be goals and goal management and goal setting. This was initially for personal goals for Paco inside Heptabase and also for me. Now we have Goalscape that was recommended by one of the members, if we can look at this, into this. And it's a completely different way to visualize the goals in a completely different manner. So if you haven't seen the, the video, it's inside the community as well, where we review together, Paco and I, Goalscape and go through the thought process, would it be possible to use Goalscape in addition of the other tools? And that's really key because people always try to find the one and only tool to put everything in there. And for us, it's the opposite. We don't believe in that this tool actually exists. And we give the tools with ICO to understand what combination of tools you need to achieve exactly these goals to understand where your information is. So we are very advanced when it comes to the combination of tools and exactly knowing where the stuff lives. And maybe for somebody who is starting out, it's easier to have just one tool and try to force it. So for you, Daniel, it would be Heptabase. For you, it would be good to make the goal setting and everything in Heptabase and go for this maybe for a whole year to realize what would be easier because this will give you the understanding of what advantage a different tool has. You would never go in addition to use Notion for goal setting and in Heptabase for just note-taking for this reason. 
maybe you do because you have an easier way to use Notion for goal setting. But we go for Goalscape that has nothing special about anything else. It has some features about notes. You can make some due dates and things like that and this. And Paco and I go into Goalscape and we know immediately we will never use any of these features. The only thing that we use is the visualization of the goals and having the overview of the goals over the whole year. And then we even manually bring these goals that we focus on, that we just defined on the Goalscape into ClickUp and set there up the actual goals that we are currently working on. And then once we worked on these goals and finished them, we go back into Goalscape and look at this. So but this is where people really get confused or even then on YouTube going to the comments and complain, man, Tom and I have since 2017, the channel is up there. And so many times, whenever I talked about a new tool, people complained, no, I you switch tool and I have to switch the tools as well. And that's really what we try to tackle with iCore to give you the understanding. It's not about us and the tools that we use in our specific business as the paperless movement, which is most likely very different this business than your own businesses. And Paco can confirm this because he has three other businesses besides the paperless movement, and he has different tool stacks for these businesses that work better. I think that's really important. What I'd recommend, Daniel, is taking advantage of the iCore framework, okay? Position the different tools that you are using and in what areas you're going to use that tool because that's going to help you a lot about what Tom has just said about identifying where the single source of truth is for every type of content. I know when I go to China, what I'm going to find there, I know what I will uh, store on Netflix. I know what it's in the BKM of, of and it sounds confusing, but it's not. It's just the opposite because by reading your questions and your situation, for me, is what you have just said, that you never know where your stat is because it's not clear for you, depending on the type of information and action, where you store it. And that's the problem. That's the problem. The moment that you really take the time, take a pause, analyze the iCore framework, start positioning the different applications that you want to use, force the things, as Tom has just said, that I want to create all my goals in Eptalis. Do it. Do it. Nothing's going to happen because at that moment, you know that all your goals are stored on Eptabase. So whenever you want to see something related to a goal, you're going to go directly to Eptabase. And based on the daily friction that you suffer the moment that you start, because maybe you don't find any friction at all. I have been storing my goals in hundreds of different tools. So I started with the mind notes, all those mind mapping because I created the mind mapping. But the point is that my workflow and my concept of I select every tool to store a certain type of content that I'm, it becomes second nature. The moment that I, something appears, I know perfectly where to go. It's the moment that you are really engaged with your productivity system. And that's what's happened. I, if you, I think that Eptimate is a good starting point because it allows you to make many things, okay? The point is when people say, I will use Eptabase to make project management with my team of five people, man. It's not going to work. But for instance, maybe to work as a task manager, right? I wouldn't recommend that. For me, it doesn't work. But for me, I'm managing, talking just about SPDs, about 100 and something every week. So imagine how chaotic and how I needed to create it at a specific tool just for it, okay? Because I take the advantage, it was thought for that. And I know that whenever I have a speedy, I 
store it there or I retrieve it from there. And that's what you have to do for the different pieces of content. I think that analysis, thinking about the different content you are interacting. I am interacting with tasks, with projects, with goals, with information that I create. And you start defining single source of truth. Identify at that moment because the concept of single source of truth is much wider. But now create an identification of single source of truth like an app. Okay. Make that one-on-one relationship because it's much easier at the beginning and say, man, where will I store any task that appears in my mind? Here, this is the workload. Little by little, the moment that you start just defining two or three apps, you will see how you improve your sensation of control, how you can find out everything, how you can retrieve the information and don't try to feeling overwhelmed to create an assistant and Tom I have developed for decades, try to, to create it in just one month. Because that depends on many things, starting with your current situation and your knowledge, okay? And how your brain works. So Daniel just said, I'm thrilled to have found Heptabase. Just started last week. Seems that it allowed me to do the visualization and thinking that history has been so hard to do. And I just want to add something there. As you mentioned Miro before, add something. And if you follow me on YouTube for a while, you know that I was using Miro heavily for many things. And goal setting and planning and all this was part of it. But one thing that I realized is I'm not using Miro frequently enough to revisit these places in Miro. So if I have something like goal setting or something that needs to grow on Miro, I'm not opening this every day, Miro. Miro gets opened up just again. We're talking about pricing structure and a new structure inside the membership and things like that. I tried to do this on Heptabase. I immediately go, went to Miro because I needed to throw images in there and put arrows into the image and all this, that's not possible. Then the interaction and sharing and all this, for me, immediately Miro. But then it was clear there. It never worked for me to do the goal planning on Miro. This being said, and something that we just talked about as well today, Paco and I, when it comes to the goals for 2024 and what we want for the content, for the previous movement and so on, we will double down on the iCore framework concept because we consider that creating your ultimate tool stack, your ultimate productivity tool stack is really the ultimate outcome. The moment you understand the tools that you use, why you use them, in what combination, you have as a byproduct, a highly efficient productivity system. But maybe it's easier for everybody to understand how to build a highly efficient productivity tool stack in the first place. So if you have your iCore framework and you understand why you place this tool on the iCore framework, you already define by just placing this tool in a specific space inside the iCore framework, single source of truth for this content type. So if you place Heptabase just in the PKM area on the iCore framework, you already have half of the definition done because you say it's just personal knowledge that I will store in this tool. That's it. If you combine it, with PPM and PKM on the ICO framework, and you put Heptabase there, then you say, I will have my personal tasks and my personal knowledge management in Heptabase. And that's why it's so crucial. And if you place anything in the center of the ICO framework, that's something that we probably will never do, but maybe somebody does. It would mean that it covers everything, the personal and the business, knowledge management and task management. And therefore, it is an ultimate single source of truth for everything if you send it in there. That's why we will talk more about the ICO framework 
all the videos on YouTube where we talk about new tools and how to use them, we will use this, the ICO framework to explain it easier because usually it's always easy to understand. So Daniel gives a suggestion, create a product where you or someone else assists busy professionals in their process to fill out the ICO framework. That's something that we do with our one-on-two coaching. Usually people already filled out their ICO frameworks because we believe that by just trying it and even not doing it right, you thought about it in some way, you listed already your tools, and therefore these meetings will be more efficient than just sitting together and then start thinking about what tools you actually use. So half of the work is already done. And then we go into the coaching and therefore we save a lot of time because we see already the tools that you use, even if they are placed wrong. And we can explain where we say, makes, does it make sense that you use this tool in this area? Maybe you want to place it somewhere else. We can give you suggestions for alternative tools or to how to improve things. And you also see easier the friction between tools where we then think about automations, linking things together and all this. So the ICO framework map is crucial for yourself to understand your overall productivity tool stack. And even more crucial when it comes to coaching, because we are saving you a lot of money and a lot of time for everybody. So the, the, that's the highest re return of investment. In hundreds, hundreds of coaching sessions with clients in the past, this is really that uh, something I, I can say here. That's the key element because the most time was done in this coaching course, understanding what is your system, what's your overall system. So half of the time was figuring out what is going on in your business or in your tool stack, and then giving the recommendations. And by this ICO framework step, you take away all this time that is wasted on talking about things that are even without this one or two coaching, there's a product perfectly designed and well thought and deeply thought that it's called the ICO journey. Okay. I can state that if anybody is starting from scratch goes through the ICOR journey, consume calmly and understanding that five different courses that are included there, they will end up perfectly understanding what this story is all about. Obviously, with this one-on-two coaching, it's a way of accelerating the process, okay, to make things even faster, to consult any specific doubt related to the use case of, of any of our amendments. But starting and really internalizing the principle, the concepts, workflows, and all the story we tell inside each of the courses and that we have distilled to the limit, it's a, an amazing starting point. And Daniel, yeah, Daniel just confirms that he just started the process. I said, what, what? I would love to have this conversation at the end of the journey because you will see how everything makes all the sense because. In that journey, we are following a sequential process that helps a lot the understanding of this thing that is not easy at all, okay? When you time, it requires understanding. There are a lot of different overlapping things, but by consuming the ICOR journey, you will end up in a much better position without hesitation. And that's why we always say that one-on-two coaching is something that we offer, however, only to people who went through the iCore journey and uh, made their iCore framework. Otherwise, we don't want to waste your money or time. That's it. And also not ourselves, right? So you will see. 
it's a complete different state in the end of the journey. And the questions you will ask us will be also different for sure. All right, everybody, this was an awesome session. We will catch you guys up next time. Feel free to go to the community, ask any other questions that you have. We might pick them for the next live Q&A sessions or then join us in the next Monday when we and ask your questions directly live. So everybody also, Mary, Volker, and everybody who joined in this session, a lot of people have been online today. That's awesome. We also wish you a happy new year, everybody. And then next time, bye-bye. You guys, thank you.